Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content which may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. All right, y'all. We are going back to our roots with a Midwest 2020 mini tour. Oh, oh, I can't wait. Thank goodness. Corn-fed entertainment. Tater tot hot dish. Mm, hot dish 2020. We are going to be in Indianapolis on March 18th, Chicago on the 19th, and the Twin Cities, a.k.a. Minneapolis, St. Paul. Ever heard of it? On Saturday, March 21st. Got some more dates. Amanda, what else do we have? From there, we're going to be going to St. Louis on March 23rd and Kansas City, Missouri, Trump, <laughs> on March 24th. Tickets can be found at our website, wineandcrimepodcast.com. So keep your eye out, get those trigger fingers ready, mm-hmm. and buy them before they sell out, baby. Yes, please. We can't wait to see you all. See you in March. Derek is the greatest. Derek the intern is the best fucking idea you've ever had. (laughs) It reminds me there's a photo board at Surly of like all the employees and somebody snuck a picture out of a magazine of just a guy fishing and put a name on it that says, I think he might have named him Eric or, or Derek or like Scott. And it took months for anyone in HR to notice that this person does not actually work at Surly. And then we decided to give him employee of the month every month. I made a Derek folder and I put that email into it. Yes! Yes. Also, we need to start employee of the month and just give it to Derek every month. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Edit edit this into the episode because i'm recording Sounds great oh, me derek, too. derek will help me with patreon shipments <laughs> derek is a hard-working motherfucker yeah. derek can run to the post office twice a week for me how about that <laughs> derek get a move on uh derek <laughs> uh my such sweatshirt a and weep derek the intern we need you. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, um... paging Doctor Derek. Paging Doctor Derek the intern. <laughs> um, you are listening to Wine and Crime, the <laughs> podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and yell at their intern Derek. Their fake intern <laughs> um, Derek. In it may or Minnesota may not <laughs> Derek may or may not be a figment of our collective imaginations, but it's fine. He's real. Derek is a sassy gay man who gives us a little too much attitude, but he's cute, so. Yeah. He's everywhere. He's in everything. He's he's Adam Rippon. Derek. That's who I'm picturing. I love it so much. Who are okay. you? Oh, I'm Kenyon. I'm Lucy. <laughs> I'm Amanda. And I'm Derek. Um, <laughs> and I'm Derek. <laughs> and our topic this week, um, we felt it was time, especially after, uh, what episode was a real downer? All of them? 
Veterans. Most of them. Vitamins. Yeah, veterans. Ah, that was a sad one. Thanks, Robin. Um, <laughs> but Robin is such an angel. Yes, I know. We um, love you, Robin. So we felt it was time to do another Beyond Stupid episode, um, mm-hmm. which is more of like a lighter fare, uh, maybe no deaths. Yeah, um, I don't have any deaths. I have no deaths, so that's... Well, uh, nope, scratch that. I've got deaths. Sorry. Of course you do. Of <laughs> <laughs> oh, course. <laughs> but still funny, you though, do. and light. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're doing another Beyond Stupid episode, and this time it is Beyond Stupid Scammers, or Scams. Yes, yes. Yes. yes, Queen. Um, before we get to the episode, though, we got a couple things to butt plug. So yeah, we do. Lucy, what's our first butt plug? Okay, we have some new Patreon content to offer you guys, and this <gasps> is more interactive than any other Patreon content we've had so far. We are going to do an AMA. That's an Ask Me Anything, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I didn't know what that meant till recently. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um. So, like, Reddit style, but we're not going to do it on Reddit because Amanda's the only one who knows how Reddit works, Mm -hmm. so we're going to skip that. We're going to be accepting your emails, asking us any fucking thing you want. We will answer anything. And I feel like Mm -hmm. you guys already know a lot about us, including, like, how we wipe and why. Yep. (laughs) But there's got to be more you're curious about. Yeah. You need to know more. But, like... We'll answer you. And we are enlisting the help of our good friend, Scott. He will Mm -hmm. be reading the questions to us, which means we don't have time to prepare responses or, like, screen anything. So it'll be great. So if you have a question that you want to ask us, email us uh, ahead of time. I don't really even know when we're going to do this. When we get a bunch of emails, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But put Mm -hmm. AMA in the subject line of your email so that we know not to read it. We'll put it in a special folder that Scott has access to. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, we'll answer your questions. And what's our email address, just in case? And our email address is wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, it is. So be sure to put AMA in the subject line or we're going to read it and it'll be ruined. Yeah, and if you have, like multiple things you want to talk to us about send that stuff in a separate email because if it says ama in the subject line like Mm -hmm. we are not reading it we want this to be a full-on surprise uh so Mm -hmm. scott will get all those questions and he'll decide what's funniest and what to ask us Mm -hmm. and we'll be recording us answering all of the questions with scott reading them and that will be available as patreon only content so you'll have to go to patreon you can donate at any level to access that just like anything else that we have uh content wise on our patreon you just you know just gotta be there you just gotta be there and then you can you know get all the cool stuff one dollar a month you can cancel at any time you know we want our stuff to be available to people even on tight budgets which we definitely Mm -hmm. understand but Mm -hmm. like yeah patreon content what up okay we have one One more more thing to butt plug amanda this one is very 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 exciting because we are doing another live show in minneapolis at the illusion theater downtown on april 29th which is a sunday kind of soon yep it's a sunday evening uh we're gonna have more details for you by the time this episode airs up on our website as well as uh the tickets that you could purchase it's 20 bucks 
Um, we'll likely be doing general admission, so be there, be square. It's going to be freaking awesome. Uh, and downtown Minneapolis is super fun. There's a lot of places you can grab a drink. You can grab food before you're, you know... Your exciting mm-hmm. evening at the theater. Mm-hmm. So head to wineandcrimepodcast.bigcartel.com to get your tickets. Uh, this is an 18 plus show. They do have a bar, but they card. So if you're trying to get in at 18 and you're also trying to drink, you will only be able to do one of those things, which mm-hmm. is get in. Uh, so yeah, we Clear. really, really, really want to see you there. <laughs> and our show last summer, also in Minneapolis, was so much fucking fun Uh we met so many of our listeners we had an absolute blast and it was also my birthday costumes yeah it was last year we only had room for a hundred people and this year we have room for like 250 people so get them while they're hot yeah, last and year it's sold out. Gonna be amazing. Um, it oversold. We had to add seats. Yeah, <laughs> the, the fire marshal came. No, it was close though. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, buy your tickets now so that you're not stressed and you know that there's room and you can get in and whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and if you can't make it to CrimeCon the following weekend, this would be a great way to spend maybe a little less money, but still come see us and hang out and and uh, see us in action. So mm-hmm. April 29th, put it on your calendar. Minneapolis, do it. Woo! Okay, beyond stupid scammers, what is our wine crime pairing? We went with the endgame Chardonnay from Wink Wine Club, because, you know, like, the endgame is to fuck you over if you are (laughs) scamming someone. Yeah, Uh it's a deep deep, uh, explanation. Yeah, it's not the biggest reach I've ever had, clearly, but Mm -hmm. it's, you know, tons. Um, <laughs> still my favorite pair. Um, if you are not familiar with Wink Wine Club, listen now. It is an online wine club, and they provide all kinds of really cool wines, and also like this really cool flavor quiz, so that if you're new to wine, you can check mm. out maybe something that you've never tried before, or mm-hmm. kind of learn what you like. In um, the flavor oh, quiz, I answered that I would more or less eat dirt because yeah, oh, I really yeah. love mushrooms and truffles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She a earthy bitch. Mm. <laughs> uh, so my recommendation, if you are new to wine, would be to head over to trywink.com. That's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C.com forward slash gals, G-A-L-S. They're going to have you log in. They're going to offer that flavor quiz. They're going to make some suggestions for you, which you do not have to go with if you don't want to. You can peruse their inventory of hundreds of wines. It changes all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, once you get four or more bottles in your cart, they just send everything to you at no cost to you in terms of shipping um and it arrives at your door or your local walgreens or your work wherever you want to have it sent so you can sign for it and prove that you are of age and yeah i honestly haven't been disappointed yet with a single Mm -hmm. wine that we've gotten and i know that they're our sponsor and i'm like you think i'm supposed to say that but (laughs) we do have opinions on a lot of wine and Mm -hmm. these wines are are wonderful and i've gotten to try so many cool things that i've never tried so i highly recommend it once again trywink.com forward slash gals that gets you 20 bucks right 20 bucks yep yeah i don't i've only said it a thousand times 20 bucks (laughs) off your first order four or more bottles in your cart they take care of the shipping so you're basically getting four to five bottles of wine for about 30 dollars which is amazing so do Mm it Mm-hmm. Um, we all know how I feel about Chardonnay, so yeah. I'm going to focus more on the fermentation technique <laughs> used for this particular bottle. This is the level of trust we have in the quality of Wink wines. Yeah. We yeah. have ordered Chardonnay from Wink. Yeah. And I yeah. liked it. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Well, they have uh, good descriptions. So you have a good idea of, like, if it's, like, a buttery correct. Chardonnay, mm-hmm. which I wouldn't appreciate, or, like, a lighter well, one. Then you're really going to love today's bottle because it's a butter bomb. All right. Okay. According to Wink's website, (laughs) the Endgame Chardonnay comes from a top boutique producer known for the best quality grapes and precious small lot wines. The winemakers kept the process as hands-off as possible by whole cluster pressing the fruit. I hate that word. Well, mm, got it. which is a gentler way of extracting the juice and allowing it to begin fermentation on its own. Aging in the bottle allowed the wine to develop a creamy texture and aromas of apple and brown butter, along with woody flavors and bright acidity that elevates the palate. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh, drink on a special occasion with lobster and triple cream brie. Oh, my oh. God. I'm so hungry. Talk I about a butter bomb. But so I had brie for dinner last night. Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> and I'm not sorry. <laughs> but because we've talked about Chardonnay a lot before, I want to talk about whole cluster pressing. Mm, yes, which okay. is uh, a, te- a technique where instead of first sending the grapes through a destemmer, the intact grapes are directly pressed while still attached to the stems. So this is a method that is widely used for white rosé and sparkling wine production because it usually produces a more delicate, uh, less phenolic, so that's like an acidic quality, and Mm. less colored wine. So like really light, pale, uh, balanced wines. Uh, Some red wine producers, most notably Pinot Noir, will also use this type of pressing to avoid harsh tannins or, quote, greenness that may come from underripe grapes. So that was kind of cool. Can I just say that whole cluster pressing sounds like a mm. self-defense move? I mean. <laughs> it, really, it really does. Or like a also... wartime strategy. It sounds like the English <laughs> translation of Blitzkrieg. Maybe I just have booty on the brain, but I'm getting like a very sexual vibe from whole cluster pressing. Yeah, totally. Like it could but feel kind of good. Yeah. My libido is high right now so (laughs) that might be why um this bottle clocks in at 14.7 percent and has tasting notes of buttered popcorn caramel Mm. and apple and i really don't want to hate this but i think i'm going to (laughs) it'll be so great yeah so it's my turn to pop this week with my uh fucking or nope my nice pop uh wine key here wine key Ready? Yeah, we fired Kenyon from all future I'm pops because after last week's display. <laughs> all right, ready? <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Ooh, Ooh, that was a delicate. nice, fresh, buttery pop. Buttery pop. Nice whole cluster press pop. Whole yeah. cluster pop. Why am all I right. so bad at it? I mean, blame the wine. Okay. Are you using yeah. your nice pop wine key? Because no, that I don't should have explain it here. Mm, that explains why it's not That's working out for why. you. Okay. All right, La, as you're pouring your glass, what is uh, the background and psych between or behind scummy scammers? Ugh. Scammy scammers who scam people. Scammy McScammerson. <laughs> well, uh, in the last Beyond Stupid episode, we kind of went over like, how IQ sort of correlates with how likely you are to commit crimes. Yeah. (laughs) So I didn't do any psych. I'm just going to go over some popular scams with you guys. And 
uh, maybe mm-hmm. give you some ways to avoid said scams. And Amanda, I'm looking straight at you because why? you revealed some I want information that off of Craigslist. Yeah. That's why. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> because Whatever. I won a million dollars on the internet. Yeah, and all <laughs> I have to do is send them five hundred thousand dollars, and then I get the rest. And I just have to wire them back the re- the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. La, but La, didn't you? Don't you have a scam anecdote where you were like real close to Your falling mom, like, for a scam? Stopped you in the bank. <laughs> oh yeah, it was before I went to college, like the summer before I left for college. You know, like someone from we're 18, Guyana we're emailed me at my parents' email address because this was in mm-hmm. like 2005. I don't know. Yeah, family computer, family email. Yeah, <laughs> family desktop, <laughs> Windows <laughs> dial up. <laughs> uh, yeah, emailed me. At, you know, I was looking for a roommate because at the time I wanted to live off campus, mm. so I was looking for a roommate for an apartment. And, you know, someone from Guyana contacted me and I was like on my way to the bank. I forget the details. The, it, was, it was like a wire me money situation. Right. And for I, like we the got deposit to the, or something. Yeah, we got to the bank and my mom was talking to the banker and she's like, this just seems really weird. Like we were just mm-hmm. talking to the banker about like how... Like, do people, is this a thing that people do? Like, this yeah. seems really weird. And the banker was like, um, no, you should definitely not do this. That Good is a fucking job, scam. Banker. Yeah. yeah. So we were suspicious, but like, if the banker had <laughs> been like, suspicious. oh, it's fine, we probably yeah. would have done it. <laughs> oh my God. Um, amazing. Okay. Backing up. So, scams. Some common scams utilize psychological tricks like instilling mm-hmm. fear or establishing trust in order to get what they want from people. So keep that. That's, I guess, my only psychological part. So mm-hmm. uh, the mm-hmm. scams that we're going to go through kind of hit on a number of different psychological tricks mm-hmm. and yeah. tricks and scams. So it's either so, loved or feared. Pretty much. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like hitting on like greed emotions, you know. You want mm-hmm. a free cruise, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... Scammers often prey on older people who maybe aren't are used to trusting people in authority or who might not have a great grasp on technology, mm-hmm. what is and isn't appropriate to ask for people over the phone, and they also can't verify something over the internet. Mm-hmm. Or even just like a light dusting of dementia. Like yeah. Zach's yeah. grandfather we'll before he passed got a phone call uh, from someone claiming to be his grandson. And I think the person just said, like, hey, it's your grandson. And then he, like, volunteered a name. And the guy was like, yeah, so-and-so. Oh, my God. Literally my I, next sentence. Oh, okay. <laughs> what a bullshit thing to do. Yeah. Well, so my next sentence is, scammers can exploit their compassion and possible memory loss by pretending to be a relative who is stranded or needs money or needs money for, like, their textbooks, et cetera. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're my easy targets. Got, my mom got phone calls, I believe, after my dad died from, like, fake, quote-unquote, insurance companies saying that she could collect on a policy that was never real. Yeah. She didn't God fall for it because she's not an idiot. But it's like, this shit's fucked up. They Because death records are public, so, yeah, so they, they just... can find any of this shit. The big Ugh. takeaway from my entire segment is it is very rare that somebody will call you to offer you money. 
Mm-hmm. Be mm-hmm. suspicious of any time that happens. The mm-hmm. government's never going to call you and say, like, hey, we have this grant that's available. Right. Or no. this scholarship. No one's going to call you with money for you. Like, that's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just never give any rare. information over the phone if you weren't the person to dial. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. We're going to hit on all this. So, um, some other popular old people scams are donating money to quote unquote charities yep. or magazine sales. Like, mm. oh, Grandma. I could really benefit from a trip to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with my class. I like your grandma daddy voice. Yeah, ew. Daddy. <laughs> daddy, grandma. I go to Washington. Okay. I've been Washington so is ruined now. <laughs> I could really learn a lot in the Big Apple. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I'll ruin everywhere you Everything. love. Every city. <laughs> I will ruin all of your favorite places. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, there, this one's for you, Amanda. Scams that rely on people's emotions like pet adoption scams. Whatever. That rabbit <laughs> is as good as mine. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to name him? Bum- Bundledore? Albus Bundledore. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a white rabbit. It makes no sense. Listen. <laughs> She's name it, black name as it Serious Black. No, yeah. that's too easy. Too easy. Oh, all right. Get out of here. Bundle door. Okay. Bundle door. <laughs> um, or also Dumbledore. Fake profile dating like catfish situations. A lot of episodes of the show Catfish mm-hmm. talk yep. about like extorting money. Yep. Uh, what's called phantom debt is when scammers call you and demand payment for a debt or, like, demanding payment or else you'll face serious consequences. Yeah. And then sometimes they'll offer a loan or a payment program that just further fucks you out of money. I had so. someone call me using uh, technology that changes what shows up on your caller ID from mm-hmm. 911 Saying oh, we'll get to literally that. the number nine one one saying that if I didn't pay them X amount of money for like a ticket I owed or something, that an officer was gonna be dispatched to my work. So to that, me. that is called okay, caller ID spoofing. Mm-hmm. And actually I read this morning that the Iowa Senate just approved <coughs> excuse me. Um a civil penalty of up to $40,000 per violation of mm. this caller ID spoofing, which is basically when a telemarketer or a scam artist uses a fake phone number from a local area code to try to trick people into picking up the phone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so good. That's fucked up. Yeah. I, was I like, get LOL, so okay, many bye. calls a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get so many calls a day. I do not answer phone calls from numbers that I don't have programmed into my phone. I just Mm-mm. don't. Me either. Not anymore. Yeah. I like, if it's important, you can text me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so other scams include offers for quick loans, even though you have a bad credit score. So these are, mm-hmm. like, credit score cleanup uh, mm. tricks, kind of. Um Many of these will ask for an upfront fee for processing. Mm-hmm. But again, just be wary of anybody approaching you to give you money because that is obviously fishy. If I'm yeah. having to tell you this, then mm-hmm. that's already a problem. Mm-hmm. Then you need help. Then yeah. talk um, space. Then you need yeah. talk space. <laughs> 
offers for counterfeit drugs, um, investment schemes like, oh, you could flip this house really easily or, you know, buy stock Mm. in this company, whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Pyramid schemes, obviously. Work at home or work from home schemes. Yeah, so like, like surveys. We're describing our current business. <laughs> Never go into business with a friend. Never we're go into pe- business like <laughs> on the phone only. Never Darren? invest in something. <laughs> Never work from home. It's like if oh, I didn't shit. have so much dirt on you, bitches, I'd be out of here so fast. <laughs> I mean, like you are tethered to me for life. Well, for life, I think we all kind of have dirt on each other. Yeah, we're, oh yeah, we good. We're it's even. Fucked. It's balanced. Yeah, we good. Um, the I'll pay you by check, but then you wire some of the money back to me schemes. Personal yeah. fave. Never mm-hmm. trust anybody with a check. Basically, yeah. if you can't direct deposit, who are you at this Get point? Get the fuck out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Venmo, hi. There's a yeah. reason for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, malware and phishing software scams that are like basically can be used as blackmail or mm-hmm. quote unquote tech support calling you to say that they've detected a virus on your computer, but you have to pay them some nominal amount to fix it like over mm-hmm. the fucking phone. No, the answer yes. is no. Yeah, always no. Um, so Isn't going back in, to along the same lines too, when like a, a an email will imitate like your bank account and be like, oh, you need to update your password, like or mm-hmm. you know someone tried to log into your account, enter your information here to change your password, and it's like that's just yeah. them capturing your bank information. I think it's important to realize that the onus is on the person calling you to prove to you who they are. Mm-hmm. Don't ever Never. just take something at face value. Don't believe them. Let them prove it to you. Because yeah. most of the time, the government, uh, schools offering scholarships or banks, they're not going to contact you to have you provide any kind of identifying information. And they already have that. Email that either. They already yeah. have that. Yeah. If anyone calls me, I either say, like, I don't give away any information over the phone. Even if mm-hmm. I know, even if I think I know it's legit. Mm-hmm. I still say I don't give any information over the phone, and then I will hang up and I will Google wherever they say they're from and look mm-hmm. for a phone number, and then I will call them. And mm-hmm. if I can't find a phone number, well, then it can't be that legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let let require them to prove it to you who they are. Yeah, basically, that's good. That's good practice. Yeah. Um, so, like we kind of talked about government grants and scholarships, the government will not ask for identifying information over the phone. If that mm-hmm. happens, then it's not the government and they're trying to steal your identity. Also, the federal government is, like, not going to just call you. No. There, there aren't enough people manning the phones. The federal no. government is just one big, like, you know, malfunctioning website at this point. Yep. Like, there aren't <laughs> humans anymore running no. that shit. <laughs> They've all quit. Yeah. Accurate. (laughs) Um, Also, yeah, don't fall for somebody representing themselves with an impressive-sounding title. Like, I'm the vice president of the board of directors, you know. Yeah. I am a a co-founder of a podcast. We We don't buy it. We don't buy it. I'm a CFO of a small business. Also, I am a producer. (laughs) Co-CFO. (laughs) 
Yeah. We make $14 a year. Correct. <laughs> it's oh high stakes, God. this business we're in, ladies. <laughs> Um, Also, keep in mind that government grants and scholarships both require an application process. It isn't something that you can just be approved for and accept over the phone. Yeah, if it's you're not randomly selected like a sweepstakes for a government grant. Yeah. So Zach, um, Zach coaches uh, baseball for uh, kids in a township here in South Africa, which like baseball Mm -hmm. is not a big thing here, but there was like one South African who made it to the major leagues fairly recently. Um, And so now, you know, there are starting to be, like, small, like, little leagues popping up. Mm -hmm. And so this is in a township, so it's, like, super underprivileged kids, and he goes and coaches once a week. And one of the kids was, like, approached by someone claiming to be a college scout Mm. Um, and saying that they were going to offer them, like, a full-ride scholarship, but, like, you have to pay, like, the application fee. Yeah. That's fucking na, dirty na, na. to prey on kids like that. That's so fucked That's up. That's dirty. Such underprivileged kids, too. Like, not yeah. just, like, youth, but, like, people who, like, really would have to scrape and scrounge to pay that fee. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. so sad. And so Zach was like, uh, let me handle this. And, like, you know, did some due diligence and was like, no, like, yeah. do not contact them. Do not send them any money. Like, mm-hmm. fuck this. Well, yeah. good for him for looking out for them. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Credit and debit card, quote unquote, protection services. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, uh-huh. programs like these are usually offered for free from the bank that you have your account with. Yep. And under federal law, just so y'all know your rights here, you are not responsible for charges if you report the card missing before any new charges are made. And even if charges are made before you can report it, you are not liable for more than $50 if it has uh, been used as long as you report it in a timely fashion. Hmm. Nice. So if you don't wait of like four or five days to realize right. that your credit card's missing, then you're mm-hmm. only liable for the fifty dollars if if it's been used by the person yeah. who stole it. Just try to yeah, keep an eye on your fine. bank account regularly. You, we all yeah. have apps for that shit now. You should be logging into that stuff really w- at least once a day just to check yeah. on where you're at. Absolutely. We talked about that a little bit in identity theft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got major blowback from the two of you about like yeah. I'm not checking my statements, but actually. You really yep. should. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> My problem is every time I check, I'm like, that, I cry. that's not, that can't be right. And then it's always right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy anything online at three in the morning last oh, night. Oh, I did. <laughs> I did, I did that. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Um, so on that note, never verify your account over the phone for someone who has contacted you and or are from a third party outside of your bank. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, your- pay attention to spelling. Yeah. yeah. And also the quality of, like, the banner photo in an email, like their mm-hmm. logo photo, if it looks, gr- like, Blurry pixelated. Or, yeah. If it looks fishy or the color's off or it looks pixelated, it, yeah. like, professional banks who have, uh, you know, outside sources, who, Design who, designers teams. who they do that, they're not going to, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. Not, that's not going to fly, so... 
Just yeah. pay attention to the little things. And yeah, misspellings is a huge red flag. Also, Grammar, if like any kind link. of syntax that doesn't feel like proper if English. A, if there's a link in an email that doesn't look you know, you could hyperlink things so that, like, a word is a link. You know what I yeah. mean? Where it'd be mm-hmm. like, click here, and the word here is in blue, so you can click it. Mm-hmm. If you just hover over it with your mouse without actually clicking it, your web browser should show you the full link, and you can see how, like, dirty and sketchy that link looks. Yeah, yeah if there are, like, a million trillion numbers in that link, it's don't not do it. good. Yeah, And also, don't open attachments if you have any, any doubt. Nope. Because you'll mm-hmm. fuck your entire computer. Yeah, mm-hmm. you will. Um, also, your bank will never ask you for your entire card number or your entire social security number. Because, again, they have that on file. They might yep. ask you to corroborate, like, what's the last four digits? And that's one yep. thing. But you will, you should never have to read an, your entire credit card number out loud to a bank. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. To anyone, really. Yeah, unless mm-hmm. you're purchasing something. Because right. they're going to use it. Um, And lastly, any company offering to fix your credit score should be scrutinized because you can't falsify information on your credit score. The most you can do is clean up your score uh, by correcting mistakes, which you can Mm -hmm. do on your own. Mm -hmm. And also, if you have any questions about any, really any of the above, but especially when it comes to uh, banking and credit and everything, then talk to a credit counselor and you can find one at N fcc.org mm, so, good to know so utilize that shit's All right. speaking of utilizing things yes. that could come in handy and mm-hmm. prevent your, you from harming yourself and things that are not a scam yeah. Talkspace. Talkspace. Talkspace will never ask you for your entire social security number. Sure won't. They will um, ask you to enter your credit card information because it one, is a paid service. Yep, yeah. Yeah. One time. But it's secure. Um, yeah. Yeah. It is secure. Also, uh, Talkspace is the online, easy, convenient, affordable, licensed. <laughs> Helpful. Therapy company. Online therapy company, yeah. Okay. And it's um, amazing. <laughs> we and we all love use it. it. And we do oh all my use God. it. I have needed it so badly lately. <laughs> hmm Yeah. I think we all have. I mean, it's interesting because my experience has definitely, definitely, like, ebbed and flowed. I've had a really good week, so I haven't been quite as chatty with my therapist this week, but she still checks in, and I still check in. And then, you know, next week is midterms week, so, like, the sky will be crumbling around me, and she mm-hmm. will be on hand at mm-hmm. every moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so great. And because a lot of people's stress and anxiety and reasons for seeking therapy do ebb and flow like that, mm-hmm. I like that you can uh, maybe put your therapy on pause for a period of time and then mm-hmm. you have access i mean you can communicate and request the same therapist again like down the line mm-hmm. and just, pick, just like pick up where you left off yeah a for little sure. bit less of like a, a hard convene uh, a commitment of like 
this is my appointment time and I'm going to like get out of the house and drive and go to this appointment. And if I don't cancel within a certain time and I don't da da da, then I'm going to be charged like this insane amount of money. Like Mm -hmm. it's just, it just fits better with modern life and and schedules and everything. And it can work from anywhere. Like I literally live in South Africa and Mm -hmm. I have a tax based therapist that is licensed in Philadelphia. Um, and that's it's, fine. It's more informal than regular therapy, but that does not lose any of the uh, accredit. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? It still works as well. Yeah, <laughs> of course. I, I actually do feel more connected with Emily, my therapist, than I have with any in-person therapist I have ever used. And I've done, you know, I've done in-person therapy mm-hmm. a couple different times mm-hmm. and I just Cre- like this better. Credibility was the word I was looking for. Yeah. Mm. It's more informal without sacrificing credibility. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just think I'm more comfortable. I feel less rushed. I feel like I have the time to really think through what she's asking me instead of just trying to in the moment in that hour span once a week, uh, you know, maximum, like come up with an answer that's that's true and relevant to me. Like, I feel like I can process things on my own time and, Mm -hmm. and answer on my own time. It just fits in better with my life. And so I'm actually much more engaged with it. That we I also was. have uh, group rooms that you can join. So if you want to get a little bit of community uh, of other people that are using the same service and going through a lot of the same things you are, there's a bunch of different group rooms that are moderated by counselors but mm-hmm. are full of people just like you who are also on Talkspace just wanting to connect with other people going through some shit. It's mm-hmm. awesome. It's a nice little added bonus. So uh, for $30 off your first month, which is like practically... a one week free free. session yeah yeah um you can use the promo code gals at checkout so go to talkspace.com forward slash gals g-a-l-s and again that's for 30 dollars off your first month and yeah treat your brain treat it (laughs) okay y'all i'm nervous (laughs) my case is nuts great Quite literally. Oh my god. <laughs> it involves actual nuts? Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Cluster presses? Just wait. Um it's also pretty crazy and convoluted and like really it should be a dollop episode if it isn't already. Um mm-hmm. So, like, there are movies and documentaries you can watch with more details about this case. I'll, I'll mention all that at the end. Um, also, please don't read the Wikipedia page because um, <laughs> I'm really embarrassed about how much I plagiarized <laughs> from it. Um, I mean, me every episode, so don't even worry about it. I donated to Wikipedia recently, so I don't feel bad for, like, copying and pasting that shit. Okay. Always. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Taking a swig of my wine because this case is so cray. Oh, God. (laughs) Not a good sign. So, John Romulus Brinkley. Already love it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so in. I'm invested. (laughs) Was born on July 8th, 1885 in Jackson County, North Carolina. That makes more sense. (laughs) Romulus. 
<laughs> um, his father was, quote, a poor mountain man. Mm. <laughs> Aren't we I all? can relate. Yeah. <laughs> I can super relate. <laughs> I'm a poor prairie woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, who served as a medic for the Confederate Army during the Civil War. Boo. Ooh. And continued to practice medicine, um, I believe, without any formal training. But I don't know if you needed a medical license at the time. <laughs> Uh, no, just snort this cocaine. You'll be fine. Yeah, right. do right. cocaine about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite meme. I know. That, seriously, it's so. You got funny. ghosts in your blood. You should do cocaine <laughs> you about demons it. Demons in your blood. I think you should do cocaine about it. Okay. I mean, it really helps. There yeah. was no so, formal medical practice. <laughs> okay, so this was this dude's father. Okay. Um, his father was also married and widowed a total of five times. Ooh. <laughs> uh, red flag. But it does, mean... there doesn't seem to be any foul play, at least not any that I read of. I think it was just, like, tough fucking times. Well, yeah, back then everyone was just dropping like flies. Well, they <laughs> yeah. were, like, coke overdoses, obviously. I don't know. They were poor <laughs> mountain people. Ghosts in your blood. <laughs> Official death certificate. <laughs> Cause of death. That bitch was haunted. In blood. <laughs> okay, um, but John Romulus's, and let's just call him JR. Mm-hmm, love How it. How about Rami? Um, Rami. Yes. <laughs> Rami. Ronald McDonald. <laughs> I'm going to go with JR because that's what's in my notes, and I've had three glasses of wine. Do okay. it. So JR was born out of wedlock, uh, as was KL. Speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and his mother <laughs> was... <laughs> Present. <laughs> so <Santa. who's> KL? <laughs> and his mother was actually the niece of one of his father's wives. Oh, my yuck. Ew. Can we draw a diagram? It's incest. Incest, Guys, right? there is incest in every fucking family lineage. Just do a little Ancestry.com and you will learn this. It is so great. Yeah, that's why well, my eyesight's I mean, so bad. Okay, so, so his wife seemed pretty unfazed that her husband was banging her niece. Yeah, it was, it was just common um, practice. Wife seemed unfazed that her husband was banging the niece. I mean, at least the niece was like of age. She was in her 20s. Um, Consensual incest. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, wife does not divorce her husband. Well, why and, would you? And actually helps raise JR. Amazing. Um, and then his mother died when he was five. And then five years later, when he was 10, his father died. Oh, Lord. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Tough well, stuff. Tough stuff. Um, as a child, he attended a one-room log cabin schoolhouse. Amazing. Um, school was only in session three to four months out of the year during the winter. Mm. What? Just because of conditions? Well you're, well, you're farming the rest of the time. Yeah. True exactly. That. Okay. Yeah. Like your labor is needed elsewhere yeah. the rest of the yeah. year. That um, sucks, though. Remember when you had to have children for labor? <laughs> yeah. Now it's like for fulfillment and joy, but I want to go back to where it's like, no, I need you to do shit around the house. Yeah. Now let's all please embrace family planning and birth control. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Bye. Now hey. kids are work, which is bullshit. Ugh. They used to help. Anyway. Yeah. Um, 
JR <laughs> left school at 16 to start working, and he began working at the Telegraph office, and um, he, tra- he got to travel a little bit for work in his wow. like, young years working for the Telegraph office. Um, but his dream was to become a real doctor. Mm. Okay, a real so his, doctor. A real doctor. His father was like a medic and like, you know, sort of a doctor-ish. But, but with he wants no to training. Be, yeah. <laughs> but he wants to become a real doctor. Um, in 1907, he marries his childhood sweetheart, Sally Wyke. And, and the couple begin uh, traveling around North Carolina posing as Quaker doctors. Perfect. Oh, my God. I love them. Um, they Couple would... goals. <laughs> Quaker doctors. <laughs> Quaker goals. Fake Quaker doctors. Yes. Um, they would put on a medicine show peddling patented uh, miracle cures, elixirs, and medicines I love in them so much. small towns. And every night um, the men would come around and lay their money down. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite song. Sell a couple bottles of Dr. Goose. (laughs) Oh my my fucking God. Uh, Yes. It's my favorite song. Okay, share, y'all. It's share. Um, Sally was actually from a well off family, but like love can make you do crazy shit. So she was like, I'm going to leave this life of privilege and, and join my husband in posing as a fucking doctor. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, later, the couple moved to Tennessee, and then Jr. Uh, was like the right hand man to another more well known, like snake oil doctor, mm-hmm. um, where he learned the literal tricks of the trade. Perfect. <laughs> um, but he still hadn't given up his dream of becoming a doctor. So later that year, uh, the young family, so they had some kids at this point, moved to Chicago, and Jr. enrolled in an unaccredited medical college. Of course. Amazing. Trump Medical School. Unaccredited yeah. <laughs> medical college. <laughs> I want to go to Trump Medical School. Which was pitched to him over the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Trump Medical School of Medicine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and other smart stuff and elixirs and the most smartest stuff you're going to be so smart the biggest Tremendous. words the um, longest diploma <laughs> <laughs> okay so most worryingly the focus of this supposed medical school was something called quote eclectic medicine <laughs> that's broad that is right up my alley Crystals. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Oddities. I have a PhD in eclectic Any, medicine. <laughs> Anything in a jar. <laughs> anything powdered. Oh my god. And okay, I mean so mummia. <laughs> mummia. So JR was working full time while putting himself through fake medical school. Um, Mm -hmm. And money troubles and mounting debts put a severe strain on his and Sally's marriage. And she left him a few times, but then they would reunite. Um, 
one time they reunited because he kidnapped their daughter and took her to oh, Canada, God. and then Sally couldn't get the child extradited or get custody, so she agreed to get back together with him. Oh, my God. Fun times. I hate. <laughs> Fucking hate. patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Big time. Um, they moved around a lot, always leaving a trail of unpaid bills. And then Sally finally left JR in 1913, taking their three daughters with her. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I understand why wives in this age couldn't leave because they don't have any financial independence. But Mm -hmm. if he didn't either, like, come on. But she didn't have custody. (laughs) Like, she didn't have custody. And, like, it's beyond not having any money. It's like. Right. You can't open a bank account without yeah. a husband's permission. I was you know? recently reading about how, you know, Republicans love to rely on the statistic of higher divorce rates as being such a terrible thing. But it's actually like a pretty clear sign of the progression of like women having autonomy and being yeah. able to leave relationships that are not good, both men and women. But yeah. it could actually be a sign of better times where people are not forcing themselves to stay together under circumstances where they shouldn't be together. Yeah. Yeah. I think I read the same thing. It was like, one of the examples was like, well, your parent, your grandparents never got divorced. And in that day and age, day and age, they just worked things out. Separate bedrooms for 35 years. Yeah. Yeah. And grandpa probably beat grandma after Mm -hmm. a few scotches. Like, Mm -hmm. is that better? No, it's not. If that was happening, that's terrible. Yeah. My grandfather was a saint, but yes, that could happen. Samesies. Um, Okay. Don't worry, though. JR did not waste any time after Sally left him. um, Oh, I was so worried. Yeah. (laughs) I was so worried. (laughs) I was so worried. (laughs) He soon met a woman named Minerva, or Minnie. (laughs) Minerva McGonagall. No. Jesus. Oh, my God. I knew it. Um, and after a four-day courtship, they Ooh. married, although uh, the marriage wasn't technically legal because he had not divorced from Sally. But Always. as we learned from the H.H. Holmes yes. case from Amanda, that mm-hmm. none of that mattered at the time. Apparently not, because there's no mm-hmm. database. Thanks, no. Internet. This guy is like H.H. Holmes' swagger. Uh, but not his like total Ability psychopathy, to yeah, <laughs> or money apparently. Right. Um, okay, so Sally then found out that her not yet ex husband was quote unquote married to a new woman, and she mm-hmm. confronted Minerva, and uh, Minerva <laughs> yeah, basically was like, "Whatevs, I love him," and she stayed with Jr. and then like. Three or four years later, the he, boy he, is he, mad. Right, <laughs> he he got a real divorce, and then they they got for realsies married. Um, mm. Well, congrats! Dreams do come true. Yay! Okay, the previous year, At least somebody's getting married. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this fucker has two wives. <laughs> No one's bitter. Everything's fine. It's wedding season at Mod Club. I'm going crazy. <laughs> Turn my Have mic off now. Have you heard of Zola? Um, <laughs> for real, I, though, I love the dresses I got from Mod Club. That's not even an advertisement. I fucking love them. 
They're not even paying us to say this. Um, no. Amanda, you could have two wives if you wanted them. I know. Yeah. But I love the D. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Bundledore is the only man you need in your life. Albus Bundledore. You're a dumble whore. Okay, so <laughs> that was mean. <laughs> okay, I'm sure I'm not the first one to come up with that. Okay. So the previous year, JR had failed to transfer any uh to transfer to any legitimate medical schools. So all of them Shocked. refused to recognize his, quote, past credits. <laughs> his Trump University diploma. None of it transferred. <laughs> so instead, he bought a diploma from a diploma mill called the Kansas City Eclectic <laughs> Medical University. <laughs> the diploma store. Was it in the Philippines? This is incredible. Kansas was basically the Philippines back then. The Kansas um, City of Eclectic. <laughs> Based in the Philippines. Manila. So this, this diploma allowed him to practice medicine in eight states. Oh, Whoa. my God. With eight states too many. Okay. They were all in the Bible Belt. <laughs> Fucking PSA, this is why we need government regulations, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, JR's primary focus in, quote, medical school was uh, <laughs> the effects of glandular extracts and their effects on the human system. <laughs> okay. Well, technically, some components of perfumes are glandular extracts. Absolutely. Was he just selling perfume? Everything. Glands produce all of our bodily fluids, like sweat and semen. And God everything. bless the glands. Don't mess with my glands. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'll never bring up to you. Um, what a gland, what a gland, what a gland, what a gland, what a medical Find gland. your own and leave mine alone. Don't mess with my glands. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Okay. JR also took a particular interest in, quote, the irritations and enlargements of the prostate gland in elderly oh. men. Of course he did. Oddly specific, but okay. But okay. also, like, okay, noble if you were going to actual <laughs> medical school. Yeah. I guess. But this is just a just... hobby. It's effectively a hobby. He's just yeah. into it. Um, okay, Literally. so... <laughs> He buys, he buys his diploma. He moves to South Carolina and opens up a storefront shop with a buddy claiming to be, quote, electromedic doctors. Nope. Nope. Mm no. No. <laughs> Which no. reminds me of all the stores here where they, like, basically, like, put electrodes on your fat and, like, jiggle it, and then it's supposed to lead to weight You're loss. You're skinny. Yeah. If that works, will someone let me know? It does not work. If it worked, I would be there. you know right now that it doesn't work. It hurts, but it don't work. Oh, my God. So okay. is this like the earliest 20th, early 20th century at this point? Yeah. This is like right, right before World War One. There's okay. no way to know. 
No wonder it was a free-for-all <laughs> clusterfuck around here. <laughs> right. Okay, so he and his buddy, uh, claiming to be doctors, they are mainly injecting patients who are all uh, men who are concerned about their manly vigor. Always. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares but you. Get over it. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> Use your tongue. You're fine. Um, You're fine. uh, (laughs) They're injecting them with colored water for $25 a pop, which is like $700 in today's money. This is amazing. And they're claiming that it's the the dyed water is like this specific treatment that was first developed in Germany for syphilis and like... They have all this backstory, right? But it's literally water with, like, food coloring. <laughs> it's iodine. Um, Perfect. So after about two months, they're like, okay, like, don't want to push our luck. Let's get the fuck out of here before people realize. <laughs> Close up shop. Close up shop. People realize they have cancers of every organ. <laughs> From your miracle water. <laughs> So, and people are paying set like the equivalent of seven hundred dollars an injection. I mean, people today, you give them false yeah. hope that like this will restore your boner, and they will just hand their money over. Seriously, yeah. listening to wine and crime and donating on Patreon will cure impotence, y'all. It will. <laughs> it's been proven. Yeah, <laughs> spread the word. Um, <laughs> yeah. Patreon level uh, thirty dollars a month will cure yeah. your impotence. Yeah, I I guarantee it. It will also guarantee that you can give a female partner an orgasm. Um, okay, so um, two months go by. They're like, okay, we don't want to push our luck. They leave town in the middle of the night. They leave all these like unpaid debts and like a bunch of pissed off bonerless dudes. <laughs> So, a bunch of stuff happens. He's in and out of jail for, like, unpaid debts and practicing medicine without a license, but, like, nothing... I was promised a boner. (laughs) (laughs) I paid good money for this boner. Hey. Um, Where's my stiffy? You stiffed me on my stiffy. (laughs) Um... Okay, so he's, like, in and out of jail, but, like, nothing too serious. Like, jail, not prison. Mm -hmm. Um, His new father-in-law, Minerva's father, has to bail him out. Albus Um, Dumbledore. (laughs) um, Senor McGonagall. Um, (laughs) He rats on his former business partner like uh, just a bunch of shit goes down okay fast forward it's world war one jr joins the army reserve medical corps and he serves all of two months Hmm. uh during most of which he was the patient not the doctor (laughs) that's amazing Suffering on purple boner water. (laughs) (laughs) Red number six boner water. (laughs) Suffering a quote nervous breakdown. He was only in for two months and most of it he was recuperating. How nervous can you be? (laughs) Before being discharged early. (laughs) 
What a dick. Early okay. and honorably, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was honorably or dishonorably, but he's discharged. I do. Like, it was dishonorably because he's an <laughs> absolute asshole. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if that's how it works, but I like that logic. <laughs> he returns home to Minerva, um, and then they notice an ad in a newspaper. Mm-hmm. The town of Milford, Kansas, needs a general practitioner because their, quote, old horse and buggy doctor had died. Mm. I know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> His I name is this. Sven Svenderson. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Zach and I went to look at a car once when we were in grad school and like had no money. We went to look at this shitty used car and the guy trying to sell it to us was this guy saying his name was Peter Peterson. But he had like the strongest accent, like Portuguese accent. <laughs> Peter Peterson. <laughs> Uh, me amo Peter Peterson. Did you just walk away <laughs> laughing? Yeah. Me you no know me as Peter Peterson. <laughs> Peter Peterson. You never know. Okay. You do Maybe never his know. Portuguese mother was super into Swedish culture. Oh no. Scandinavian <laughs> naming no conventions. Yeah. It was, was amazing. Was it E-N? <laughs> I just wanted him to tell me his real name and I might have bought the car. Like, that is yeah. like how naive I am. I'll make a deal with you. You come <laughs> clean. <Yeah. laughs> and I'll buy your shitty car. Okay. So, opportunity is knocking Milford, Kansas. Let's do this. Uh, the newspaper ad also said that Milford's population was around 10,000 people. In reality, it was slightly closer to 400. Love it. Thousand? <laughs> no. Nope. In the ballpark, in the same ballpark. <laughs> 400, period. <laughs> so, like, the town kind of hoodwinked him before he then would go on to hoodwink the town. Excellent. Um, Okay, so it is now 1918, and there's a nationwide, maybe worldwide, uh, like, major influenza epidemic. Mm. Oh. Um, And this is probably the only good thing that JR has ever done in his life. So he Mm. provides, like, legit care and nursing to victims of the influenza. There wasn't much he could do anyway as a doctor, so he just provides, like care mm-hmm. okay. basically um and people really praise him for this and it seems like he actually did a good job and this is the only good thing he's ever done um well so we're gonna let him have it yeah so then um the flu epidemic ends he opens a large clinic in milford and the townspeople love him because he's like creating jobs and so far so good right Mm-hmm. But so far, Jr. cannot tow the straight and narrow for too long. He doesn't Uh-oh. have it in him. <laughs> uh, according to later interviews quoted in his biography, one day a patient walks into Jr.'s clinic asking for help to treat male sexual weakness. Oh, this is perfect. This is Jr.'s absolute niche. <laughs> you are in the number, right place, line sir. Line forms on the left. 
Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. JR then joked that he would have to quote, or he would quote, have no problem if he had a pair of those buck glands in him. What? What? <laughs> what? Buck glands. What the buck are buck glands? Meaning goat glands. Meaning goat gonads. Good. Goat balls? Looking out. Oh. He basically was like, yeah, well, you wouldn't have a problem if you had some goat balls in you. Like, look at how those (laughs) goats fuck. Yeah, I mean, when I think of sexual stamina in the animal kingdom, goats do not leap to mind. Oh, I I mean, yeah, no. I think at this point in time, it wasn't so much the stamina or endurance. It was just getting it up. It was more some bunny balls. quantity over quality. <laughs> he needs some bundle door balls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, leave Albus Bundlemore alone. Leave him out of this. <laughs> okay, so. Don't listen to them, Albus. The man leaps upon this idea. He's like, yes, that's a great, that joke is a great idea. (laughs) Um, And offers to pay JR handsomely for the operation. Like replacing his own testicles with goat testicles? Yep. That's fucking amazing. Not like adding to, but like replacing. I will get into it. Okay. So JR accepts. For $150, which is about $2,500 today, he agrees to cut out the testicular glands of a male goat and then surgically implant them in the man's testicular sack. (laughs) So he's not removing the man's testicle. He's He's just adding adding He's adding oh. a little goat testicle inside the man's testicle. I've heard four pairs are better than two, so. <laughs> two pairs are better than one. I mean. Okay. Eight pairs are best. Also, like, I'd opt for LASIK, personally, for that <laughs> amount of money. <laughs> I don't know. Give me the goat balls. I'm curious. <laughs> okay. So, he does it. The man... <laughs> survives the man's happy that's Uh, shocking and jr is like great this is a fucking opportunity i'm not gonna pass it up so he begins to advertise the operation as a treatment for restoring male virility and fertility i have so many questions about the anatomy of this entire procedure like is he hooking up the tubes no are are the guys balls then just like way bigger they're just flo- goat testicles. I've seen photos now. They're like pretty small. They're kind of like the size of like, <laughs> like maybe like a peanut M and M. Oh, really? Yeah. So, yeah, they're just floating around in there. But having them the just whole- float around in the ball sack, like, does yeah. literally float. people a lot believe of room in that sack? I will get. I will I get know. into it. I will get into it a little bit more. Okay. Okay. Good. So. He's advertising the treatment. Occasionally, he would also uh, implant female goat ovaries into the abdomen of infertile human women. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is oh, amazing and Just, just like nearer and or around the female <laughs> ovaries. I don't know. I 
think they're over here? She's like, well, I've vomited them up this morning, so I think you missed. I'm just going to stick a couple goat ovaries in this general pelvic area and see what I happens. I shit them out. <laughs> so... Um, JR begins charging patients $750 for the operation, which is about $12,000 today. Holy Holy shit. So prices have gone up. Holy gonads. is (laughs) Okay, the operation itself was quite crude. Again, he's not a fucking doctor. (laughs) Right. I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) It was done in less than sterile environments. um, And often while JR was intoxicated. (laughs) Mm. Well... He puts like a buzz gives you a lot of confidence. He puts like cocktail onions in by mistake. <laughs> it's, about, it's exactly that size and color. And like Perfect. translucency, I'm assuming. There's no yeah, that's like, such an easy mistake. I will to never make. look at a pearl onion again the same it's way absolutely, for the rest of Absolutely yes. A cocktail onion is a go gonad. <laughs> You're that's welcome. Amazing. <laughs> okay, so um, for, for most patients, the goat testicles were eventually just absorbed into the body as like a foreign object. Um, Your body's like, bye, idiot. Uh, but many people suffered serious infections from the operation itself. Shocked. I'm shocked. And it's unclear how many actually died from the procedure. Oh, my Although God. Some reports say as many as 42 people. Shut. Are you shit. serious? Yeah. Uh, oh, my JR, God. I know. So that's why I was like, mine has no death. Oh, no, wait. Oh, wait. It has oh, wait, lots there's of death. Mass maybe. murder. <laughs> oh, God. Um, JR was sued over a dozen times for wrongful death within just <sighs> 11 years. Oh my God. Chop. So more than one a year. That's um, amazing. Wow. Okay. But as I like to say, never let the truth stand in the way of a goat <laughs> story. <laughs> yes, she does like to say this. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm so bad at that one. That's okay. so dumb. I love it. <laughs> so, so patients kept lining up for the surgery, especially after the wife of his first goat transplant patient gave birth to a baby boy. Ooh, oh, a bouncing wow. baby goat boy. Goat boy. Was it half goat? Please tell me it was half goat. It just had whiskers. It just has on his chin. <laughs> a goatee. <laughs> <laughs> it ate shirts. <laughs> it ate anything. Yeah. Um, Tin cans. <laughs> goatee. Okay. And that person was Amanda's weird French guy who ate fucking everything in sight. Oh my god. That who ate so human good. children. Um, Full fucking okay. circle. JR wasted no time in advertising the, quote, success of his miracle treatment in newspapers, touting, quote, Billy the goat gland baby. Ew! Yes. Billy goat! Yes. Billy yes. goat! Yes, 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 no. yes, 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 yes. Did the I parents so really much. name it Billy? Or was that just yes. his? 
I don't know. I don't know. But I think. Let's go with yes. Let's go with yes. <laughs> Billy, the goat gland baby. Oh, my God. What a legacy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, JR also began giving demonstrations at medical schools around the Midwest, and his celebrity grew and grew. Um, he even traveled to China and performed several operations there. Um in 1922, the owner of the Los Angeles Times invited JR to perform the transplant on one of his editors, saying that if the operation was successful, he would, quote, make Brinkley the most famous surgeon in America. And, lo and, and Brinkley behold, is JR? Yeah, JR Brinkley. Okay. And lo and behold, it worked. Wow. So the Amazing. operation was deemed a success. Um, Does that mean he knocked someone up? (laughs) It just means that the guy could get it up. Oh, okay. The Um, boner that rang round the world. The little boner that could. (laughs) Oh, my God. So there's something called a fucking placebo, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, Well, toy. And, like, porn. And coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that, too. The publicity earned JR some new patients, including Hollywood film stars. Um, But it also drew the attention of the American Medical Association sniffing around for a fraud. I mean, doy. Don't have (laughs) to go far. Where you been? (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for showing up. It's been years. Yeah, it's been like like 11 or 12 years, right? So in 1924, the state of California indicted JR for performing the operation in LA on the whole Los Angeles Times thing without Mm -hmm. a medical license in California. Uh oh, that'll do it. So he he like but applied he like applied for like a temporary <laughs> one, but still the state of California was like, nah, this is weird. No, we're indicting you. Mm-hmm. But the state of Kansas, where he's from and where he's built his clinic and made all his money, refused to extradite him because he was too much of a cash cow or goat for government coffers. <laughs> Uh, 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 cash goat. A cash goat. <laughs> <laughs> a green goat. <laughs> so oh my good. God. Okay. Meanwhile, a new marketing ploy was <laughs> brewing <laughs> in Brinkley's mind. At this time, advertising didn't really exist on the radio, but JR could see the potential. Oh, he's going to start a podcast. Right? Oh, my God. A- he is Billy Graham. Oh, my God. He's, he's a mother. Billy Goat Graham. He's a motherfucking podcaster. Um, Amazing. Okay. So he builds a KFKB radio station, which stands for Kansas First, Kansas Best radio station. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's clear. Yep, and he uses it as a platform to promote his goat gland transplants. So he would speak for hours on end each day promoting his fucking transplants. So he is the only, like, subject on this entire radio station, his goat gland bullshit. It's 24-7. It's like Fox News. It's... 
<laughs> he starts. He starts out. You know, being the only thing, and then he gets other entertainment on the channel, and he goes on in between the programming. So there's like mm. a hodgepodge of other programming, including <laughs> the old lonely times. goat herd being played over and over again. Get about her. Get about her. Get about her. Once you get our transplant, you'll make her go. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. JR, oh we're here. God. We're going to do all your marketing, baby boy. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we got okay. it. <laughs> okay, so there's a hodgepodge of other radio programming on the, on the station that he owns, including old time string bands, gospel music, astrology forecasts, <laughs> like oh, wow. just a fucking hodgepodge of He's crap. All over the a wide net and people yeah. are bound to get interested. People are loving it. Okay. Yeah. So for a while, KFKB is the most popular radio station in the country. I mean, I would listen to that shit nonstop. Yeah. In the fucking uh, continental U.S. <laughs> Amazing. But, a genius. but they were probably like, him. you know, a handful of radio stations at the time. Right. But like, I don't know his, when radio was invented, I mean, but like, not like many, m- right? I feel like most of them were probably like news and stuff. And his is just like random ass shit. His is like the tabloid oh. of radio stations. It's amazing. Most- Actually, most of them were probably music because they could just play records because the quality wasn't so good. And because he was talking, that might have been his popularity point. Yeah. Okay, so uh, eventually JR adds a medical question box segment, and we are deaf adding this to the podcast. So send oh us God. photos of your rashes. No, no, <laughs> no. no do not. With the subject line, two Kenyan. Two against one. This is all going into Ger- Derek's folder. Yeah, I do not want to see your rash. It's going to Derek. Yeah, Derek, the intern. <laughs> um, okay. So medical question box segment, um, he reads listener medical questions and then he suggests treatments. And of course, these treatments could only be obtained at his affiliate pharmacies at inflated prices. Duh. Okay. So he'd be like, oh, wow. Well, it sounds like you really need some of Brinkley's number eight. Yeah. Yeah. Goat balls. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So the estimated profits at this time were approximately $14,000 per week, which is the equivalent to $10.6 million per week today. (laughs) We're getting there, you guys. We're getting there. (laughs) Yeah, we are so close. Our Patreon is basically that. Uh, If if I have to look at every one of your rashes to get $10.6 million a week, I will do it. I will, like, touch your rashes <laughs> yeah. if that's I mean, what it takes. Yeah. I will expose myself to a rash for $10 million per week. Yeah. So let's just do this. No questions okay. asked. New podcast. <laughs> Let me touch your rash for $10 million. Lucy, Amanda, and Kenyon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Oh, wait, do we have to split the 10 mil? With Amanda and Kenyon. We do have Lucy's to split out. the 10 mil. 
<laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Well, I won't Her touch them then. Per week. Okay. It's too good to last. Uh, Finally, a competitor radio station begins exposing uh, JR's lack of qualifications, and the Kansas Medical Board kind of starts sniffing around, and finally they decide to revoke his medical license. What medical license? (laughs) (laughs) Six months later, uh, the Federal Radio Commission refuses to renew his uh, radio station's broadcasting license because Mm. most of the programming was advertising and then some of the medical questions were deemed obscene. Because <laughs> <laughs> it involved we were gonna get shut down. balls and boners. <laughs> <laughs> so his radio station is shut down and he can't practice medicine in Kansas. Life's rough. <laughs> but life's frankly, bad. Life's bad for JR. <laughs> That's a sheep, but whatever. <laughs> it's close enough. It's whatever. Um, so... <laughs> Brinkley doesn't stay down. He decides to turn to where else? Politics. It's Donald Trump's dad. It It is, isn't it? (laughs) Right? You Um, half goat son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So he runs for governor of Kansas multiple times as an independent write in candidate. And while he never won the nomination, he did win almost one third of the vote. Oh, wow. Wow. And some claim that if thousands of write-in votes hadn't been improperly disqualified because, like, basically they had to spell his name perfectly and in, like... And we can't even pronounce it, so good luck. <laughs> they had to JR. spell his name, like, exactly one way, and if they spelled it any other way or or wrote, like... John, if they wrote John Romulus Brinkley, it didn't count. They had to write J.R. Brinkley. Oh, oh, seriously? Yeah. Or if they wrote John Brinkley, it didn't count. Like, only so J.R. Brinkley counted. Like, I um, don't want him to be governor, but also that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is why uh, Harambe didn't get elected from all those write-ins <laughs> right? during the Trump election. Yeah. Didn't spell it right. So... No. If historians have said that if they hadn't disqualified all of the other write-in votes, he would have won. That's amazing. Um, Which is amazing. Okay, so political hopes dashed. J.R. Brinkley moves to (laughs) Del Rio, Texas on the border with Mexico. He starts all over again. He sets up shop. He has a medical clinic. He has a radio station. He's doing goat glands. The whole thing. He has a farm. He is a jack of all trades. (laughs) Selling goat cheese on the side while he can. (laughs) Jack of all goats. Well, his goats Um, are still, like, producing milk before he harvests their organs. Genitals. Yeah. my opinion is goat for it. (laughs) (laughs) Go for the goat. You're done. (laughs) Um, Okay. So it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of like a downward spiral from here. I'm not going to get into all of it, but, like, he's shut down again. He bounces around a bit, opens up shop elsewhere, gets shut down again. Um, he's investigated for tax fraud and mail fraud and, like, you know, life isn't great. <laughs> and finally, he dies penniless in 1942. No! Penniless. Yeah. Why do all of your stories end with someone dying penniless? <laughs> <laughs> because I relate. Most of them do, actually. <laughs> 
Did his okay, goats so- eat the eat him as their last meal? Oh my god, I hope not. <laughs> oh my I want god. some okay. sort of redemption relating to the goats, honestly. Well, here's some redemption. So in 2016, okay. quote, nuts exclamation point. <laughs> A feature-length semi-animated documentary film created by badass director Penny Lane won uh, the Sundance Jury Prize. Cool. Damn. Yeah. I haven't seen the whole thing, but there's this movie called Nuts about about this this guy. guy. And it's like semi-animated, and it looks amazing, and the trailer is amazeballs. We're watching that now. It'll be linked to on the blog. Nuts, as in not the food, but like balls. I told I just you, got that. <laughs> I told you I my know. case I was, was nuts. Like, I was like, I know, craving I just, pistachios hungry, this whole time. So, yeah, I was thinking about cashews and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when do the nuts come into play? I'm my starving. case is gonads, y'all. But then yeah. we started talking about like pearl onions, and then like that yeah. came into my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm so hungry. Let's keep going. Okay, All last right. last <laughs> sentence. There's also reportedly a Richard Linklater film starring Robert Downey Jr. reportedly in the works. Uh, you know about this guy's life. So oh stay my god, tuned. amazing, awesome. amazing. Well, yeah. I'm so excited. Wine and crime movie day. There you go. So that's Jared <sighs> Brinkley. That's nice my job. That was. So Fucking good. nuts. <laughs> so, so nuts. Goat job. <laughs> you are the greatest of all time. You are a badass. <laughs> I know it's a sheep. I know it's a sheep. It's fine. It's fine. I love it. It still applies. <sighs> and now, a word from our sponsor. Hmm. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers your favorite step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. And have a glass <laughs> of wine. <laughs> yeah. And enjoy and freaking relax. Yeah. Um, so you can, with HelloFresh, choose your delivery day uh, for when it works best for your busy schedule. So that's mm-hmm. nice. Um, you can pause your account for weeks at a time when you're out of town. Like, uh-huh. say, going to South Africa for someone's wedding. Uh-huh. Oh, mm-hmm. weird. Crime and, et cetera. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to crime run. And all the ingredients with HelloFresh come pre-measured in handy labeled meal kits, so you know mm. which ingredients go with which recipe and also prevents your fiancé from over-salting certain meals. Yeah, it is really nice. Yeah. Um, All the meal kits are delivered right to your door. They're in recyclable and insulated packaging. Love it. Um, And they offer a huge variety of chef-curated recipes that change every week, so you're not getting pigeonholed into the same stuff over and over again. And if you do have some dietary restrictions, they have a bunch of different plans that you can choose from. Specifically, there's a classic plan, a veggie plan, a family plan. You can do meat, fish, seasonal produce, um, and the vegetarian recipes recipes have plant-based proteins, grains, and seasonal produce, so it can be hard to find a more balanced vegetarian lifestyle, but they make it really, really easy for you. And the family plan is quick and easy meals with all the yum-worthy flavors that the whole family (laughs) will love. So you can try things that you never think to cook on your own and enjoy eating outside of your comfort zone and, you know, learn how to cook new things with new ingredients. I think that's the most important, impactful part of this whole program. Not just mac and cheese, y'all. Mm-hmm. No. And what's funny is they did send me a mac and cheese 
it's and it was unfreaking <laughs> believable. Yeah, once in a while, it's awesome. Yeah, that's definitely one of my favorites that they've sent me. But uh, it's really great for anyone who is just trying to have kind of a balanced meal. Um, the food is really filling. It's satisfying. All of the nutrition information is provided. I'm a type 1 diabetic, so that's made it really, really easy for me. Um, yeah, I mean, I just really love it. It's so easy. You just It shows up. You know, you go online, you pick what you want. Uh, and it shows up and now I'm eating for one. So it's made it a lot easier for me to meal plan for out, throughout the week. And, and I leftovers. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite recipe that I've tried so far was the chick, the Mediterranean chickpea recipe. Yes. And you and made it for us again when we visited. Yes. I made so it for good. Scott and Amanda when they visited. And mm. like, I think just have gaining the confidence to cook and use certain ingredient combos on your own just helps mm-hmm. you create new recipes that you never would have thought of, like new spice combinations, new vegetables that you maybe didn't know how to cook properly before. That's, oh, the, yeah. that's the biggest selling point for me for this kind of program is just teaching you how to cook on your own and gain those co- they gain that confidence. Because knows how to make couscous. There's no way to know. <laughs> yeah, there's literally no way to know. One so. time Zach tried to make couscous, but it was like <laughs> you were supposed Keyword to leave it. tried. Yeah, you were supposed to leave it in the like covered uh, pan for like two hours or something yeah. and he left well. it overnight <laughs> and it fermented. Oh god. Oh. So you made beer by accident? Yeah, we accidentally made like beer. We made like, uh, you know, fucking ancient Egyptian beer. It was not you good. Made mother. But these recipes walk you through it like A to Z. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. And those, again, those are recipes that you can just keep and, oh, yeah. you know, f- like edit and form to fit your life. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com forward slash gals, G A L S. And enter promo code GALS, G-A-L-S, at checkout. Okay, back to the show. So, (laughs) Kenyon nailed the assignment. I didn't misunderstand the assignment, but couldn't find one solid case that really did it for me. So, I'm taking a couple shallow dives. One is the main focus, uh... And, uh, yeah, these are just some of my favorites. So uh, what I've kind of found is that the scammers are not stupid. They're actually very smart. And uh, mm-hmm. we obviously hate to victim blame, but sometimes the stupidity of folks falling for this shit is, like, the real insanity. And some mm-hmm. of these people are taken yeah. for tons of money, which is crazy. It's the whole point of scamming is that the mm-hmm. people you're scamming are the stupid ones. Yeah, the suckers, yeah. basically. Yeah, the marks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here's a couple of my favorite uh, fishing schemes to date that I decided to share with y'all in lieu of one single case. Mm. Um, The first, this is a personal testimonial of Scottish singer-songwriter Mark Gunn. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say Sinead O'Connor, but I guess she's Irish. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was hoping you'd say Mark Cohen, because I fucking love him. I wish. But he posted this uh, testimonial to his website. And yes, I have also provided a photo of a kilted Mark gun on the drive. If you want to get, you know, be on the blog, y'all. If you want to get a visual one trillion photos of the goat doctor. Yep. So if you want to get a visual and then you'll know who it was saying this. (gasps) Oh, my God. He's like frolicking. He's frolicking. He's so happy to be. I don't see it. 
It's like the fourth one, Kenyon. It just says Mark Gunn in like Celtic letters. Yeah. You have to click it. Hold on. And then it's like a, it's a super photo. horizontal rectangle. Oh, okay. I just had to you update. You find him? I just had to update. Mm. <laughs> oh, he's carrying a purse. Oh, skipping he's in glee. living his best life. He so here's what he writes. living his best life. I love him. My, he writes, my band was the subject of internet fraud. So rather than totally wallow in my own misery, I want to educate you on how it happened and how you can avoid this same problem. Bless him. Because your band may be next. Tell Corey and Phil. (laughs) Okay. In September, we got an email for a wedding gig from, quote, Pitt Andre, P-I-T-T, Andre. (laughs) Delicious. Red flag, that name. (laughs) They found us through our wedding website. It was a little difficult for Andrew to work out the details with the folks getting married. This must be another bandmate. But we negotiated payment, $1,500, and we would drive to Oklahoma. We asked for a non Wait, he's Irish? He's Irish, but you can be Irish and still live in the United States. Oh, but he lives in the U.S. Okay. Yeah, sounds like it. Okay. Uh, We asked for a non-refundable 50% up front. So we waited and contacted and followed up with them to get payment. Finally, they sent a check. For twenty five hundred dollars. Nope, 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 nope. Then they called and told us their accountant sent the wrong amount. Could we send them back the difference? Nope, 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 nope. Sure. No. No. Once the check clears, we'll send it back. That's the wrong answer. They canceled the wedding. The mother-in-law apparently had a heart attack. They were uh-huh. angry. They asked Shh, if they could have back the non-refundable money. Feeling bad, we agreed. And after three days, the check seemed to have cleared, and Andrew sent money back via a moneygram, which okay. a moneygram you pay up front. It's like a money order. Yeah. A check okay. comes so directly from your account. So the initial check clears, but no. not the bigger Seems check. too no. clear. Seems it's too clear. Because the, those checks are pending in your account. Yeah. So they were saying, we'll send you the money once the check clears. And these people were like, no, we need it now. Our wedding is canceled. Our mother is dying. Like, all this shit. And the guy's like, fine, fine, fine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you this money, Graham. I feel like so, checks, ha- checks take, like, five full days to get, like, fully cleared. Like, mm-hmm. money out of account A into account B. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Don't trust checks. It's so crazy. No. Mm-hmm. I hate checks. So the the... Check was sitting, still sitting there for three days, still sitting in the account. Looks like it had cleared, but clearly it was still pending, and they just didn't know. They send this moneygram, and then five days after the initial deposit, so if by this timeline, two days after they sent the moneygram, the check bounces, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they have now sent moneygram, which is basically sending cash. So that's mm-hmm. secure. Yeah. It's sending cash without having to, like, if you've ever done a money order, you don't have to put the name of the recipient or anything on it. Mm-hmm. It's basically like buying a check written out to cash with cash and sending it to someone. So that's guaranteed money that they it's received. It's super risky. If anyone yeah. asks you for a money, like a wire transfer, and you don't know them, don't do yeah, it. I mm-hmm. wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. So that was, that's a pretty common scam. And this kind of shit happens all the time. Another one that's really common is uh, somebody hacking, like, a friend or family member's email account saying they got mugged while they were overseas on vacation. Oh, shit. And they don't have any money and they need you to help them and send yep. them money. And it's from a, fr- a familiar account. That's what so you happened have... to Zach's grandfather. That was exactly yeah. it. It's Verify super crazy. everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. So, that was just a little anecdote. This is like my main 
area of focus today, though, because, you know, I am in the throes of some internet dating. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that this uh, internet dating scheme is applicable to my life. And it's, is, it's uh, been me the whole time. Yeah. It has been you the whole time. I've been You've catfished been by Kenya and sending her thousands of dollars. <laughs> so in 2013, Ellen, a comfortably retired Canadian woman, lost her life savings of $1.3 million to quote-unquote <gasps> no. Dave. No! To, to quote-unquote who? Dave. Dave. He oh. called himself Dave, but Fuck we are Dave. fairly certain that's not him. Dave connected with and wooed the lonely Ellen, who thought she had found companionship on an online dating site. This is how it works. A person signs onto a dating website. They might be attracted by, like, a photo that they see or somebody's post. Or somebody else might reach out. Yeah. And start a conversation with you. And once that contact is made, the the sketchy party kind of amps things up and makes things pretty intense like mm-hmm. I love declaring you. yes declaring their love asking that they you know move off the dating website and onto another form of communication like an instant messenger or email or telephone number things like that mm-hmm. um and now we're weaving like a highly detailed story mm-hmm. to the victim so there was a study in Canada um where these like commonalities were found so for men the female scammer typically will present herself as a target as to her target as quote young and vulnerable because men okay. fall for that yeah for men women like, men like to save a bitch if she's under 25 yep, yep. yeah mm-hmm. and for women the man uh on uh, the man will make himself seem like he's wealthy or of high status like a businessman or a soldier Mm-hmm. With like a touching backstory, like maybe he's widowed, he lost his yeah. wife in a tragic accident, and or he's left with a child, he's a single parent now, like things mm-hmm. like that, because it's women that, are a little bit more emotional. It's that emotional exploitation Connection. that we kind of touched on earlier. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. So they basically fish for what you are looking for, and then they try to become that person, and then they start asking for things. So some of these folks are asking for money within two weeks of initial contact. Some will do the long con, and they'll wait like nine months before they're making an approach because, you know. That's smart. Yeah. And also, if they have multiple profiles, you know, they might Mm -hmm. not need to be exploiting everyone at once so they can space it out. They're already cashing in on 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 one. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely and they're, they're investing definitely doing in the next one. Working on 20 people. different people at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the reason for their request has to mesh with their story. So, you know, your passport was stolen or your child needs to go to the doctor. Or there's an emergency, yada, yada, yada. And then you start small. So you start with like, oh, I need, you know, this seems so stupid, but I need 150 bucks. I can't access this. I need to get my kid to that, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And it seems like such a small amount. So, mm-hmm. you know. The person obliges just like Ellen did, and then the amounts build and build and build until either the victim becomes suspicious or completely broke. And in Ellen's case, Mm. you know, at retirement age, so she's like 65 and she has nothing. It's gone. That's so fucking sad. And there's no uh, safety net. Mm -hmm. She she willingly gave her money away. She did. She's fucked. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly... That's exactly what happened. It's kind of complicated because she traces her the start of this back to October of 2010. A girlfriend urged her to try online dating because she's, you know, single and retired. And she's like, why not? Fuck it. That's what everybody's doing. So Mm -hmm. whatever. 
Um, she was single. She, you know, her kids were grown. They had lives of their own. So Ellen agreed to speak uh, to, uh, there's like a local newspaper that was doing a story on her um, mm-hmm. and kind of gave some details about like what she signed up for. She signed up for Match.com and, you know, she yeah. thought, she said she thought it would just be fun to banter back and forth with somebody because she's lonely. And she says she met this man online. He called himself Dave Field. His picture okay. was of a, you know, somewhat handsome, balding, middle-aged man, just like very normal, easy, trustworthy looking guy. And they pull that shit off of like page 38 of Google Images. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so they chatted online and occasionally on the phone. And then, you know, she said uh, he told her he was of Swedish descent and was living in Los Angeles. But she remembers thinking his accent was a bit off. But, like, she was so intrigued by him that she kind of disregarded it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he lives in Los Angeles. She lives in British Columbia. It's not that far away. So Ellen approached the idea of meeting up, and Dave seemed into it. Mm -hmm. So she said, if if there was no chance of you coming to Canada, I'll come to L.A. But he didn't didn't like that. He didn't want to do that. Um, but she did book her, you know, she, she got him on board and booked her ticket. And then all of a sudden things started to change. He was really busy. He had appointments. He canceled the reserve. So she canceled the reservation because he was basically making her feel unwelcome. To yeah. Visit. Okay. Okay. That's um, not good. After a few weeks, she tries again and then he dodges her again. So she, she says, I put it on the line and said, what's up with this? Why are we playing games? And he mm-hmm. said, it's not a game. And what was the excuse? He was trying to unravel his father's estate. Oh, okay. So this is, she's saying, like, why won't you meet up with me? What's going on? He's like, I'm not playing games with you. I'm, you know, my father died. I'm in the middle of sorting Figuring out his out estate. Figuring out all his stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So she says this is when it appears in hindsight that the scam, like, truly began in earnest. So she said Dave told her that he had been left a sizable inheritance offshore, but because of a lawyer's incompetence, he had to clear some debts before he could sell the assets. Okay. Uh, Ellen, Have fun yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Ellen says that she's of the nature that I that she would help anybody. I don't like the idea of not being able to help somebody if I can. She sounds so sweet. Ellen. So Yep, I know. You dumb sweet woman. <laughs> Emails from Dave to Ellen, which she provided to this uh to this newspaper so they could get some information. Use endearments like baby, honey, sweetheart, end with hugs, kisses, and love. Ellen says she wasn't head over heels for him, which mm-hmm. would make her different from many other victims of these romance yeah. scams. Some are like but he's by... my soulmate. Right. But, you know, but I think still. she was just lonely and she just didn't think that anybody would be yeah. out to get her like yeah, that. Yeah, those casual and relationships can hold the same emotional weight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not the same, but, like, if someone's asking you for money and you have that sort of personality, mm-hmm. that empathy, like, oh, yeah. I already know you, I care for you, you know, of course you can have what you need. Yeah. And what's crazy is that people did kind of try to steer her off of this path. So the first time she was sending him money, um, she went to Western Union and she, he, for some reason, needed $945. She went to Western Union, but the employee working there actually said to her, like, do you know this person? If you don't know this person, don't send this. I'm not sending mm-hmm. this money. She refused to send the money. Good for her. Nice. But instead of taking this smart woman's advice, who's probably seen this shit 
a million a fucking times. Mm-hmm. Ellen yeah. went to MoneyGram instead mm. to send him the money. So she forewent Western Unit, Western Union, and went through MoneyGram instead, who didn't question it. They just fucking mm. sent the money. Because MoneyGram is built for scammers. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. And uh, MoneyGram, and uh, I mean, Western Union, these places where you do uh, money orders or whatever, they take a small mm-hmm. fee. You pay like five bucks to send it. So yeah. it's not like it's they also, get nothing. It's also a lot of remittances, um, mm-hmm. which are a huge, huge, huge uh, source of income for a lot of people. So it's like people whose relatives are in the U.S. or in a given, yeah. you know, country earning money either legally or illegally and then they send Mm -hmm. that money home and they they pay a small fee just for the convenience of sending it kind of directly and easily and that's i mean that's billions and billions of dollars transferred every year so it's just kind of like okay one more fucking person like yeah i think i think it's always 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 smart to look at where the money is going to which is why maybe this money gram person didn't warn her like hey this isn't smart but for my anecdote i went to a u.s bank a person mm-hmm. who's getting paid hourly no matter what, and they told mm-hmm. me that that's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, always look where the money is going. Look yeah. at who's being paid by whom. If they're being paid per transaction, they're not going to tell you that this mm-hmm. is a shady deal. No, mm-hmm. and this Dave guy would give her multiple bank account numbers. He would, you know, give her bank account numbers of other people who are claiming to be, like, helping him or, you know, mm-hmm. helping him with the estate. So she was sending... A lot of money. And she was sending wire transfers uh, in some cases for, like, tens of thousands of dollars, sometimes hundreds of thousands that of dollars at a time. Oh, yeah. Ellen. Yeah. Oh, I'm so Thinking that she was going to get all this money back and maybe some more once this estate shit went through. And, and she's sure fucked. Enough, she's yeah. fucked. She voluntarily yeah. gave that money away. Yep. So she gave away roughly 1.3 million in oh US my dollars. Oh god. And it oh appears that the cash flowed out of Ellen's investment account and into accounts in Hong Kong, Greece, Singapore, and directly to Lagos, Nigeria. Oh, so all oh over the fucking place. Oh my prince. god. <laughs> and some other the things The Nigerian I read is like, prince. Yeah. yeah. And typically these are, you know, you think you're talking to one person, but it's it's you it's know, a network like, of people. It is a network. I mean, these Absolutely. are like gangs of internet scammers. It's ridiculous. So this wealth is being shared among many people. And also, um, like, it doesn't always go to specifically Nigeria. Like, there are scammers all mm-hmm. over the world. Yep. Yeah. It's a- and she spent money on, you know, not just sending him things, but she apparently booked a flight, booked flights to London and Madrid uh, to meet other people who Dave said would get her money back and each time came home with a diminished bank balance. No. So, like, she would travel out of the country to go meet these, like, Dave's quote-unquote proxies that are helping him with the estate mm-hmm. with the promise that, you know, they're going to hand over XYZ, everything's going to be square. How long, and did, how long did this all go on for? A couple of years. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Jesus Christ. Yep. So, you know, apparently he said, you know, you've already sent me the money. How am I supposed to pay you back if we don't go to the next step, which is like meeting up? And at one point, Ellen said, if this keeps up, I'm going to be bankrupt. 
which is pretty much exactly what happened. Um, and even she was at a loss to explain how an adult who says she had accumulated a tidy nest egg by growing an inheritance through canny property purchases could be taken in by the fraudsters. She okay. says, it was like I was living in a fog. I just felt as though I was in a fog for months and months on end. Um, and a, you know, Dr. Scott Holtzman, a Florida-based psychiatrist, says that simply being online and looking for love can leave people more vulnerable because they have gone public with their desire to make a connection. So it oh. makes it easy for someone who wants to take advantage to foster an intense romantic relationship, even though it may be entirely one-sided. And nobody thinks they're a victim or no. are going to be a victim. No, ever. Yeah. So, and especially you know, with like other governments and different mm-hmm. um, jurisdictions, that kind of punishment and enforcement will differ no matter what. So mm-hmm. it's hard to know and it's hard to judge. Yep. Ugh. So Ellen says the fog finally lifted when a male relative told her point blank that she was being conned. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. She ultimately reported a loss of $1.332 million to the Canadian Anti Fraud Center which compiles information and forwards it to law enforcement for investigation. They revert her case to the Royal Canadian Mounted Police in British Columbia, but authorities there were unable to confirm what happened to that complaint. Because like Lucy said, she did willingly hand over this money. So it's yeah. it's really a gray area with what she can get back. Uh. Um, some factoids. In 2013, online dating scams resulted in $90 million in losses to victims in one year. Mm. On average, individuals who fall for, quote, romance scams lose approximately $21,000. And one in 10 online dating profiles are scams, which is a lot. One in 10? One in 10 on average. Holy shit. Ain't that crazy? Here's the thing. If it's too good to be true, it's not fucking true. Mm-hmm. But even if, if, apparently, if it's, like, not quite good enough to be true, yeah. like, one in ten, that's insane. That's yeah, so, that many. so much. If yeah. he claims to be a widower, chances are not true. Check if the If he records. claims to have goat gonads, chances <laughs> are it's too good to be true. Chances are, are 180 true years old. And you should still run. If he's peddling his magic boner water, you should definitely run. Um, so th- I thought that story was act- was really sad, but also like very informative because you can't fucking fall for that shit. This woman lost everything, everything, uh, and more. Uh, it's not. More. It wasn't just an amount to sustain her through retirement. No. It was like a fucking huge amount. Ama- like she was uh, yeah. ripped. It was a mammon. It was a huge yeah. amount of money. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm. So I thought I'd end it with this little palate cleanser on why old people should not be allowed to use the internet. And I just thought that the picture that that goes along with it is kind of funny. Um, This was on, like, some sort of BuzzFeed list of, like, 10 worst, you know, blah, 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 internet schemes that we still fall for. And I just loved how this was written. Hey, wow, you just won an overseas sweepstakes, one that you never even entered. How lucky can you be? And get this, once you supply your mailing address, you actually do get a check for a huge amount of money. They tell you to deposit it, but in the meantime, send them a check for a couple hundred bucks to cover processing fees and taxes. Yeah. Only one problem, which you can probably see coming down 6th Avenue. Their check was bogus. Your check is real. The only one who made money from this, quote, sweepstakes is the scammer. And there's a picture of what these emails can look like on the drive and they're just ridiculous 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so stupid. If anyone calls love. you or sends you an, an email, yeah. it's not real. No. You contact N- No emails them. are real. Yeah. It's never real. Unless... We're not responding to any more wine and crime emails. We're done. <laughs> Here's what I it's will say. It's too dangerous. When we send people trash for money, we're open about it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> we are up front. If you pay mm-hmm. us $15 a month, we will send you literal trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. There you It'll go. Covered in cat hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So that's that's what I had. There you go. I no love it. No right. balls, but cool. the sad cool. story of Ellen and Dave. Ellen, it's okay, baby girl. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I'm well, so sorry. I'd like to say you'll bounce back, but you fucking won't. Because that was a million dollars. Over a million dollars. Maybe you'll win a free cruise online. Um, Yikes. (laughs) From a Nigerian prince. So, okay. (laughs) Special thanks this week. Mm Mm-hmm. Who wants to take the first one? Kenyon can start. Okay. I'm taking hold. Hannah! Hannah! Your last name. Thank you so much. We love you. Hannah. Oh, Hannah. I know that's a different song, but whatever. Shannon Tompkins. Woo! Almost our al- alma mater. Tonka. Yep. Tompkins. Go Skippers. Tompkins. $5 a month. Woo-hoo! It's a stretch. Go on. Megan Linney. <laughs> also $5 a month. Woo-hoo! Woo! Um, and Ruth Verkus. That's a cool Ooh. last name. Verkus. Get it. We love you. It's all we got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Uh, where are we? Oh, Cindy, Cindy, Gaminski, Jaminski. Hello. We will comment. Jaminski, trying to pronounce your last name. I love it. I love it. <laughs> gimme, 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 Gaminski. Gimme, Gaminski. There we go. <laughs> Taylor, also five dollars a month. Also so cool. She only needs the first name, kind of like a share, like a Madonna. Yeah. Yes. Or he, or both. Or neither. Yep. Yep. And Steph Cowles. Woo! Woo! Yes. You are cool enough to rock a cowl neck sweater. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Also, yep. you might be related to somebody who has political power in Des Moines, because everything is called cowls something over there. Yep. Oh, seriously? Okay. We have a cowl center here, too, in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. so. Your family's rich, bitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Jennifer Catrone. Catrone? Catrone. Thank you for I'm being a Patron, Patron, Patron. Catrone, Patron, Patreon. Yes. Patronus we'll take a shot of Catrone in your honor. Patrona. Thank you yeah. so much. I love it. And Jennifer Campbell, you will be getting a fucking patriarchy wine glass at some point in your future because yes. you're giving $10 yes. a month. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Um, Thank you so much. Katie Hodgden. You Get are it. a hodgepodge of goodness. We love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nate Thompson, you are one of our minority male listeners, I will assume. Thank you so much for yep. tolerating and accepting and absorbing our fucking patriarchy sentiments. We love Get you. It. We you get love it. you. And you will also be getting a fucking patriarchy. Wine glass in the mail, whether you want it or not. No, he you wants want it. it. He wants <laughs> it. 
as will Priya McCluskey or Priya McCluskey. Priya, yeah. Love, love, love that you're giving us $10 a month on mm. Patreon and that you're listening and that you're enjoying the show. And Gotta love we will it. get you a glass as well. As will Haley Lyon. You are the Ooh, lion of, of lion. my heart. And I'm a Leo, and so I feel an affinity to you, Haley Lyon. Get it. <laughs> Carly Foss, I want to floss with Ooh. your hair. I'll Not literally. Say. That's kind Ew. of gross. That's but also, gross. I, I feel intimately connected to you in this yeah. way. So we love mm-hmm. you so much. And you'll be getting a fucking patriarchy white glass. Mm-hmm. So thank you so and much, Carly. Kicking off the trash queen Woo! category Yo, is Aurora Queen. Borealis. I'm assuming this name is not falsified, <laughs> and I totally love it. I love it. Um, is it my turn? Yeah. yeah. Emily, Cisco, you are the thong song of <laughs> my dreams. Donors. I know you. <laughs> Emily Cisco, Trash Queen. You're going to get some random mm-hmm. shit. I hope it's not a used thong. Oh, uh, Liana Whites. You get us whites with your Patreon donation. <laughs> I'm whites bad. just thinking about it. Oh, Ooh, I'm God. whites just thinking about it. Ooh, I'm going to slide <laughs> off my chair. I'm so whites. <laughs> and Come Laura Keys. I'm still eating a carrot. You increased your <laughs> pledge from $10 to $15 a month to make you eligible for that trash queen category. You just so want keep my internet router. Yeah, we love you. All right. We love all of you so much, especially our Patreon donors. Yeah. And our sponsors, Talkspace and, and our sponsor, Talkspace. Yes. <laughs> for $30 off your first month of uh, online therapy, go to Talkspace.com forward slash gals. And HelloFresh is not paying us to tell you the website a second time. Suck oh it. To figure it out. But also, <laughs> for our own benefit, don't forget to email us your AMA, your questions, and be sure to put AMA in the subject line because otherwise we'll read it and we want it to be a surprise and it's going to be amazing. Yep. Yeah, anything. We will answer literally anything. We are literally open anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love you. We love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kala Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have wine recommendations or creepy true crime stories to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your podcasts. More importantly, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really is the best way to spread the word. We are a totally independent show, so if you'd like to support us and get a shout-out on air... Visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers! Hey y'all, Jen and Lindsay here from Corpus Delicti Podcast, here to tell you to check out our show. If true crime is your thing, it's ours too. With a touch of lightheartedness and a dash of southern charm, we cover compelling cases and crack them open for you. Serial killers, hitmen, historical hallmarks, we've got it all and bring you new episodes every Tuesday morning. You can find us on iTunes, 
Google Play, Stitcher, and most other podcast apps. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter too. That's C-O-R-P-U-S-D-E-L-I-C-T-I. See you Tuesday.